When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Your Utah Jazz are on game three of this six-game homestand, ready to start their engine and accelerate towards a second straight win as Team 49 takes on the fast-paced Indiana Pacers. Rebound, Sexton. Jazz runs. Collins got the pedal down. It's stopped to the top of the key. Lobs into the corner. Clarkson for three. Pow! The Jazz had a fantastic performance against the Clippers Wednesday. Jordan Clarkson, season high, 33 points, propelled them to 125-112 victory. Now it's time to keep the momentum as the fourth-seeded Indiana Pacers roll into town. The Pacers and Jazz have been the two surprise teams in the NBA so far. Can the Jazz put a damper on the Pacers' start and come home victorious? Take note, Jazz fans. It's time for tip-off as your Utah Jazz take on Tyrese Halliburton. And the Indiana Pacers next on Jazz Basketball. It's the nonstop NBA, and tip off is now. now. David, it's not what I'm looking for, it's what I'm going to be paying attention to tonight. The Jazz, fourth in the league in bench points at 41 a ball game. Guess who's number one? The Indiana Pacers. Well, that might, 43. that might lead to what I'm looking for. Why were both of these teams so badly misjudged when the year started? And maybe that's it, that both of them have such depth. Opening possession, Pacers. They throw the most passes of anyone other than the Warriors. Here's Nebhard, their rookie out of Gonzaga. Turner, who's their third leading scorer. Top to Halliburton. Everything runs through Halliburton. Healed left wing, throws it to the guy in the front rows talking to the usher, unaware of the pass, it lands right on his lap in his drink and spillage right away tonight. Distracted by the usher and the leather rolls right into his lap as they're discussing his seat in the front row. Welcome to the ball game, Olenek, right baseline, 18 feet out, white shoes, upside down Nike swoop on him. Trying to get it to Clarkson, can't. Back cut for Sexton, we got a whistle and a foul off the ball right away. Am I seeing things, or is the swoop, the foul is on the Jazz, on Kelly Olenek's shoes upside down? Right wing, Nebhardt, who hit their huge shot against the L.A. Lakers the other night for the Pacers' most recent win. They're part of a seven-game road trip the Pacers are on right now. Layup down low for Turner. Tight curl, marketed, rotates to Vanderbilt. Right corner, Lennox. Ball fakes, drives, runs into three Pacers, bounces it through him to Markin, who's waiting in the dunker spot on the weak side and lays it up and in. He was already jumping when he caught the basketball. He just throws the defense timing completely off to the point where they can't defend the pass. Multiple passes every possession by the Pacers. Nebhard lobs it inside to Turner. He's too far into the glass. Comes back inside and lays it up and in. Miles Turner. He's a schizophrenic one. One night it's four points, another night it's 34 points. And if he gets 34, the Pacers usually win. In the lane, Clarkson in a foul. Turner is actually, in fairness to him, that has been the script for him most of the season. It's going to be an offensive foul. Really? 
Thank you, Rob. Good to see that second wow. long jack. Back to Turner, who's got four early points. He's coming off his worst game of the year against Sacramento. He's put up far fewer duds this year than he has all season, all of his career. Bad pass by Heald, intercepted by Vando. He'll go the length of the floor and dunk. Vanderbilt shooting 68% at the rim this year. And he likes to, he gets a lot of those on dunks. Halliburton floats by the defense in the lane, gets the ball knocked away, he's fouled. You know, the way they're spacing and the way they spread the floor. Well, they can do that largely because Miles Turner at 6'11", 250 is a pretty good three-point shooter. In fact, in the month of November, Turner hit 40% of his threes. Yeah, they had 36% of the team. Buddy Hill, probably the most dangerous. Oh, boy, that was... That call? Yeah, if they call that on Vanderbilt, that's a, ter a terrible call. Let me wrap up the Miles Turner story for a second because it's an important storyline to get here early with these data points, your LHM stat of the night, sales, selection, and service. Ron, you ready for this? I'm in listening. win, Miles Turner shoots 59%. In losses, he shoots 41%. In wins, he shoots 47 from three. In losses, he shoots 27 from three. There's one stat on him that I'm puzzled. Sexton to the lane, hands it off. Vando dunk. Blocked at the rim. Smith with the over. block. Halliburton right side. Penetrates. Flares it back into the backcourt for a turnover. Heel taps it up. The stat on him, Miles the, even this year, Miles Turner, he's averaging almost three blocks a game, and that's two a night. Yep. And he's always there, and I just don't see it. He, whether he, right. He blocks a lot of shots. Does he have a defensive impact? I think it's a great question, Ron. Pacers are 19th defensively. Here's Sexton, high pick and roll at the top, attacking to the rack, high off the window, too hot. Rebound comes off the front rim, here's Halliburton. Pacers love to run, third fastest in the league. Smith to the rack, layup, no. Rebound, Markkinen. They're not great in transition, going the other way defensively. Can the Jazz take advantage? Markkinen attacks heel to the rack, left-hander at the cup, up and in. Oh, my goodness. The, great skills. The finish. Nebhart back in the starting lineup after a few injuries. Gives the Smith down low. Fouled by Olenek. Oh, boy. Olenek blocked the shot with his left hand, but had his right hand in on his body. Yeah, this is not good. Kelly Olenek, who did not have a foul in the first half the other night, has got two already tonight. They move the ball very, very well. Jazz going to have to be very aggressive, I think, defensively, and really sprint back. On defense. Markkinen scored with the left hand. He immediately caught up with Miles Turner running down the floor to keep him from scoring in transition. 6-6 six, six is the score. 8.58 left here first quarter. Jalen Smith originally drafted by Phoenix. Looked like they gave that foul to Vanderbilt and not Olenek. That might have been a gift. We'll take it. Here's Colin Sexton. Red shoes, white socks, white uniform with a black jazz note in the front. Light spotlight, yellow outlines. Sexton at the top, off of Vanderbilt pick. Thinks about benching the Vanderbilt, out to marketing. Straight down the barrel, three is good. If the data that I was shown today by Nathan Harker, Jazz pregame producer, is right, marketing was 0 for 8 on that shot coming into the season, coming into the game. The straightaway down the barrel, three, 0 for 8. 9-7. Jazz lead it. Heel. You want to make Heald go left. 
He gives it off to Smith left side. Played at the University of Maryland. Back to heel. Catch and shoot three. No good. Bounces once off the rim. Second time off the top of the glass on the Jazz board. And the Jazz look to run. Pacers allowed 137 to the Kings the other night. Sexton in the lane. Jump stop at the dotted line. Steps back. Scores it. 11-7 Jazz. If there's a part of his game I like, that's it right there. You should like it. Hard drive to the basket. Pull up. Little fade away from about 10 feet away from the basket. He's shooting that shot brilliantly since Mike Conley's gone out. Here's Nebhardt driving, and we got a whistle and a foul here. And it's another offensive foul. This crew has been active on the offensive foul. The offense is exploding at such a high level in the NBA that I wonder whether or not we're seeing more pick called, more traveling called to try to equalize the defense. It's 11-7, Jazz, if you're just joining us. Just underway here, 7.45 left first quarter. I don't mind them calling the traveling calls. That's a huge advantage when they let that happen. Clarkson wiggling, stops from behind. Nebhard knocks it away. It's loose on the ground, diving for it. Smith and Olenek, they'll tie up for a jump ball. If you're just joining us, Jazz and the Pacers, two upstart teams. Two surprise teams in the NBA. The Jazz, the surprise team of the West at 13-11. Pacers, the surprise team in the East at 12-9. And, and the Pacers will play fast, throw lots of passes and move the ball. They throw the second most amount of passes of anyone in the NBA. And the guy behind all of it is Tyree, Tyrese Halliburton. And they're in the same division with the Milwaukee Bucks and the Cleveland Cavaliers. 11-7, Jazz win the jump ball. And a stoppage of clock problem. Jonathan Sterling, the husband of Lauren Holtkamp, another official, stops that one. Tyrese Halliburton has thrown 612 passes this year, leading to a shot. He's putting his teammates in a, in a position... The score. No one else in the league is over 500. And he's thrown 612. Clarkson driving. Gives to Olenek. Left hand drive. Out to marketing. Good look. Three from the left side from Olenek. No good. Rebound Turner. Here comes Halliburton. Out of Iowa State. Long, lanky, skinny with an awkward three-point shot that he lets fly here. and misses. Rebound comes down to the Jazz. 11-7 advantage. Vanderbilt brings it up. Hands to Clarkson. Clarkson will rise and fire from an angle right three and miss it. Turner will board for the Pacers. Halliburton again on the run. Pacers play the third most amount of possessions in transition in the NBA. 15-foot floater from Turner's up and in. And it's 11-9 Utah. I say that transition offense on any team, when you're that efficient, boy, those are just great looks. Tight curl, marking it. Step back at the free throw line. He hits it. That's exactly what Rick Carlisle talked to us before the game on some of the unique action that Will Hardy's brought to the Jazz. He's already got five shots in the ballgame. Heald attacking to the basket. Scoops and scores it. Jazz come back the other way. Sexton, one on three break. Blows by the defense and lays it up and in. Back and forth we go. Ron Boone's going to go take a break and go get a cup pop. But Rick Carlisle wants a timeout instead. 15-11 Jazz. 6-11 left first quarter here in Salt Lake. Coaches sound flash. Manufacturing more shots for Lowry, seeing as he really is not a primary handler in pick and roll, would present a different style for us. Big picture, we have the third best offense in the NBA, and in a very polite way, this is not about Lowry. 
Utah is doing some very unique things with off-ball actions. They're doing it with a couple guys that are almost seven feet tall. You know, Olenek and, and Markkinen, who are extremely tall but extremely skilled. It's all working. You give these guys an open shot right now, it's going in. That is Rick Carlisle, as well as Will Hardy and our new skin coaches sound flash. Pick and roll for Halliburton. Pass down low, knocked away, stolen by the Jazz. Bando's on the run. He veers out to the right to create space. Nothing materializes. Horton Tucker's underneath. He flares it back up top to Beasley. Launches the three and hits. Beasley needed that one. His catch and shoot game has not been on since Mike Conley got hurt. Jazz yep. lead it 18 to 11. Another pick and roll by Halliburton. Through the lane to the cup, misses. Rebound tapped out. Can the Jazz keep running on the Pacers? Not if Beasley loses the ball as he starts it up court and the ball goes off the hands of Halliburton out of bounds. You, know, you were talking about Beasley. He was on a, on fire there for a while. The last five ball games, 16 of 48 from the three-point line. But please don't stop shooting. No, absolutely not. But he has cooled in the last six games. He is shooting 33% from the or 31% from the field and 29% from three. But that's six games without Mike Conley setting him up. 18-11 Jazz, Walker Kessler, Kalen Horton-Tucker game. Horton-Tucker posts up, gets in the lane, steps through, kicks to a limit. Right corner three for Kelly is good. Jazz 21, Pacers 11. Has two great assists by Tucker since he came into the ballgame. And another timeout. This time Rick Carlisle arguing vehemently with the officiating crew. But Taylor Horton Tucker did not play the other night. Comes in as an immediate impact distributing the basketball. And the Jazz are up 10 with a timeout on the floor. Jazz 21, Pacers 11, 5.15 left in the first quarter. Players sound flash. Yeah, he's very good, obviously. Very good rookie. Obviously, very skilled offensive player. Very aggressive. You know, and watching those highlights on Instagram, House of Highlights or whatever, you know, they post a good bit. It's a great honor, but um, I, want to, I want to give a shout out to my teammates, you know. They're the reason why I've been playing um, pretty, pretty good and looking forward to, uh, to have many more good moments with all my teammates. Playing simple, staying confident, but also uh, looking to have fun every time I step on the court. I'm willing to uh, step on the court and learn every, uh, every single time, you know. Focus on the youngster Benedict Matherin there. Benedict talking first about, or second about his rookie of the month, and then Walker Kessler talking about him. And Matherin is in the game for the first time. Working down low is Jackson. He gets blocked by Kessler. And then a off-ball foul should be called here. This should be a transition take foul. Kelly Olynyk's running the floor. Isaiah Jackson gets in his way off the ball. That should be a transition take foul right there, and they're not calling that. They, they've missed this call here. Welcome back, Jazz 21, Pacers 11. Jazz have come out running here on the Pacers, who are a great offensive transition team. But as Ron Boone pointed out, the shoot-around report are not a very good transition team defensively. Pacers and Jazz are two of the surprise teams in the NBA. As Jordan Clarkson flails into the crowd trying to save one, lands on the lap of four girls in the front row, the girl in the middle of the group, Puts her arms in the air like she's won a championship. Now high-fiving her friends. Jordan Clarkson. He, he fell on top of me. I got Jordan Clarkson's sweat on my sweater. I'm never showering. We're never washing this sweater. 21-11. Beasley. Hit a three earlier. Horton Tucker did not play the other night. He's got two early assists. He drives. Stops at the elbow with a step back and pickles the fly. 23-11, Jazz have hit 10 of their first 14 shots tonight. 
Here's P.J. McConnell. He's their pesky little point guard out of Arizona. Left side jumper is a wedgie. First time we've had a wedgie all year. That's when the ball sits between the glass and the rim. And that shot no good. That was by Brissett. Or was it from Neesmith? I probably should credit the right person with the wedgie. It was Brissett. 14-4 Jazz run here. 23-11. Pacers 12-9 start can be picked a part of it. A lot of Orlando, a lot of Houston. Beasley open off a pick from Olenek. Fires a three and misses. Had a great look. Nice give from Horton Tucker. Pacers are just four and six against above 500 teams. Here's Matherin driving. Extra step draws the foul. He is just a rim attacker. Benedict Matherin. If Rookie of the Year were to be given today, he would outdo Paulo Boncaro for it, probably just because he's played more games. But he's out of Montreal. Quite a story. Never knew his father. His older sister, a good deal older, in fact, found basketball. The mom working three jobs to support the family that grew up in a rough area of Montreal, Canada, often took Ben and his younger brother to the gym so she could play. She went on to play at NC State and then played professionally overseas. While Ben became a pretty good player, but eventually went and played his high school ball in Mexico City in the new academy there. What a story. Found okay, there. The sixth overall pick, right? And went to Arizona for two years, and now the sixth overall pick in the lead candidate for rookie of the year. Clark's at the top. Driving on Brissett, gets in the lane, wraps it to the corner. Bees is wide open. Fires the three. I need not tell you how that finished. 26-13. 11 for 27 from that right corner. I'll take death taxes and Beasley from the corner anytime. Absolutely. Here's Matherin again. Double zero. Pass to the wing. Deflected by Beasley off the hands of Beasley out of bounds. We've got a record-setting night tonight. We have the most number zeros tying a record or setting a record in the history of the NBA. As Kalen Horton Tucker, zero, gives it to double zero Clarkson. Double zero Clarkson drives, gives it off to Kessler, gets it knocked away, picked up by O'Connell. Bounce pass right side, it's double zero Matherin to the basket who misses. Gets his own rebound, pushes back, misses again, tip up and in. Not by zero Halliburton, he's on the bench, but instead the tip in by, I haven't heard yet, as Clarkson drives and draws the foul. Isaiah Jackson with the basket. So yes, we have four number zeros tonight, two double zeros, and one, two sets of zero. Two fouls on Isaiah Jackson, is that correct? Isaiah Jackson played a single year at Kentucky, as most people do. Last year was a first round draft pick of the Indiana Pacers via the Los Angeles Lakers. Everybody has the Lakers picks, but the Lakers. He was the 22nd pick of the draft. Played about 36 games last year. Started 15 of them for Indiana. Jazz have Markin and Beasley, Fontecchio, Kessler, and Horton Tucker on the floor. Kessler, unguarded outside the three-point line, hands to Markin and sets a pick to clear him. Markin and rises from 21, no good. Kessler battling to the board, can't corral it. Here comes McConnell. He loves to run. TJ into the lane, puts the shoulder into Beasley and lays it up and in. T.J. McConnell's defied all logic in his NBA career. Size, 
skill set. It shouldn't happen. But Gusto and Energy have done it. Horton Tucker, crossover, tough shot, misses. Not a good possession. 26-17, Jazz by nine. No pass possession to a mid-range 18-footer with 13 on the clock. McConnell weaving, dribbling. He loves to dribble. Hands to Turner. Turner's their bellwether. Gives to Neesmith. Hard attack of the rack, and Neesmith scores it. Marketing has some airspace. Fires the three long. Comes back out to himself. Rebound to Fontecchio for three. Perfect. 29-19, Jazz. Pacers come in as the 19th-ranked defensive team in the league, but they got throttled the other night. Boy, gave up 137 points. Right side, three, air ball. Rebound, Horton Tucker. Horton Tucker, underhand scoop to Markin. Fontecchio coming to the ball. We got a whistle down low and a foul. Haven't seen who was on yet. Aaron Nesmith with a foul. Nesmith came out of Vanderbilt. Played originally, was drafted by Danny Ainge. And were they really dropping on Kessler? Horton Tucker working on Matherin. Bounces to Kessler. Rotates to Markin. Left corner three. Good. Jazz 32. Pacers 19. Jazz have six threes in the first quarter already. 128 to play. Zone defense of the Jazz in the middle of the zone. Brissett heads it. Hands it off to Matherin. Bounce pass to Turner. Kessler goes up and fouls it. Kessler got a little confused there. That ball, they like to switch. They play a zone, but when the ball gets in the middle of the floor, they want to switch. But that ball was in the middle of the floor, but it was a lot deeper than it, it would normally be. So I think Kessler got just a little confused about, you know, where he was supposed to be. Miles Turner goes to the line. Turner's an interesting case. He's a free agent at the end of the year. And feeling in Indiana is if they offer him an extension and he doesn't take it, that they really have to trade him this year by the deadline. Does he ever stay on the floor? Is he like Anthony Davis? I mean, he stays hurt. I think he only played 42 games last season. The thing about him, actually, when he came out of Texas is he had a really unusual gait. And teams are really scared of him because of that gait and how his injury history would be. And that has come to some level of truth. Last year he played 42 games and the year before played just 47. Jazz lead it by 11 here. They've had a perfect first quarter of shooting again. Horton Tucker out to Beasley. Jazz have six threes already. Beasley retreats back out. Nobody comes with him. He sets his feet from three and the Jazz have seven three-pointers already tonight. And Beasley's got three of them. And the Jazz, whose first quarter the other night was virtually perfect, is are again 35-21 Utah. McConnell spins by Horton Tucker to the lane, slides it over Kessler and in. 46 seconds left in the quarter. Jazz had an offensive rating the other night in their winning against the Clippers in the first quarter. It was near perfection. Horton Tucker driving, puts his shoulder into McConnell. That's going to be a charge. 12 first quarter points for Lowry Markin, who continues to dominate games early. Nine for Malik Beasley tonight, eight for Miles Turner. Miles Turner is usually the bellwether for the Pacers. He's great in wins and quiet in losses. 35-23, Jazz, 33 seconds left. Zone defense, Reset drives, attacks Kessler, goes to dunk on him and draws the foul. Well, that spacing that they use with 
with the, to attack the zone. I mean, that was more. That looked like all ball. Wow, where's the foul? He goes up. Kessler gets all ball, and I guess he got somebody, but the question would be whether Kessler didn't hold verticality at that point. Brissette goes to the free throw line. Check, yes, Brissette's first free throw is good. Utah Jazz Basketball is brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Free throws are split, marking and rebound. Jazz have not shot a free throw in this first quarter, but boy, have they been knocking down the threes. Yeah, I'll, I'll pass on the free throws if I can hit seven threes. I like free throws, though. Here's Horton Tucker. Terminates up top with eight on the clock. Has to try to put his shoulder in the defender to clear himself. Left side, Beasley with four. Playing off the bounce, not his strength. Step back three, no good. Rebound tapped. Goes out of bounds with .5 seconds left in the quarter. Hey, Jazz fans, go on a savings run with Smith Boost membership. You'll enjoy double fuel points, free delivery, and more. Visit smithsfoodanddrug.com slash boost for details. Smith's official grocery store in the Utah Jazz. First quarter comes to an end, and for the second straight game, the Jazz have a beautiful first quarter of basketball. And tonight they lead at 35-24 at the end of one. Indiana Pacers, Utah Jazz, two upstart teams this year. Stunned everyone. And in the first quarter of this game, the Jazz put on another brilliant offensive performance, similar to they did against the Clippers. The other night, the Jazz were 11 of 17 in the first quarter. Tonight, the Jazz are 14 of 23, so they're now 25 of their last 40 in first quarter. But the three-point shooting's incredible. They're 13 of their last 23 in first quarter. Full-court pressure by the Pacers to open up the quarter, and the Jazz have a hard time getting it in. Sexton now brings it across the half court. Transition was going to be a story, Ron. Neither team was actually in transition much in the first quarter of this game. Markinen unguarded, shorty on a three. Yeah, you could tell the Pacers unable to score in fast break points in that first uh, quarter. Only two points, and they average 17 a game. Well, they averaged 18% of their possessions with an offensive foul on Miles Turner on a pick. And, so 18% of the possessions by the Pacers are usually in transition. Only 11% in the first quarter. So great two. job by the Jets. And then on the inbound pass, T.J. McConnell, full court pressure again, and Sexton throws him off in an offensive foul on Sexton. So a ragged start to this second quarter. Yeah, that was just careless basketball there. Beasley just assumed that McCullen was not going to challenge the play and up with a turnover. Jazz 35, Pacers 24. Here's McConnell driving the right side. Stop, pop, jumper, good. McConnell's time of possession, one of the highest of anyone in the league. He's got the ball in his hands with his own floor. Here's Sexton working McConnell. Lobs it to Kessler, slam dunk. What a read by Colin Sexton. Driving left, he lobs it from the left wing over the basket to the right baseline where Kessler comes in to dunk it. They've been working so hard with Collins. Collins has been working so hard himself. McConnell, baseline drive. Kessler tethered to him on a mismatch. Cross court to heel. Up top, Halliburton, a 40% three-point shooter despite a weird push shot that airballs. Back out to the Pacers, but the shot clock goes off as Halliburton's three goes in. Ron Halliburton back in the game. If I were to ask you the five guys in the league that run the most pick and rolls, who would you say? 
Quay, James Harden. Sure. Uh, Luca. Yep. How about Chris Paul? Ab still does, absolutely. Um, who else would I take? Beasley, base drives to the elbow, stops, shot no good, Kessler offensive rebound. Who would you guys add? Doncic, Chris I'd Paul, Luka. Harden? Luca, I'd take Luca. Yeah. Sexton in the lane, fouled on his way to the basket. All right, two more in the top five. So Halliburton has to be one. Halliburton and Ja Morant. Are oh, Ja. Forgot about Ja. So the five guys in the NBA that run the most pick and roll, Doncic, Harden, Chris Paul, Tyrese Halliburton, Ja Morant, in that order. Not one. I don't think you'd expect to see Tyrese Halliburton's name in that group. Sexton's free throw is good. Colin, over the last five games, averaging 18 points a game and shooting 60%. He is he's coming along. Both free throws are good, and his reads get better and better. Jazz by 13. Jazz with the fourth best offense in the NBA. Here's Halliburton left side. Swings up top to Turner, their 6'10 center. The healed, a great shooter, but he plays off the bounce. Down low to Turner, coming down to help Smarkin and knocks it off the leg of Turner out of bounds. Jazz ball, nope. Not off Turner, off marketing. Shot clock's at 11. Halliburton is the leading scorer for the Pacers. He's in the game. Bounce pass across the lane to Nebhart. To Halliburton from the corner for three missed it. Markkinen flies in for the rebound. He leads the Jazz with nine a game. Markkinen brings the dribble, spins on heel to the lane, kicks to Beasley, rotates to Sexton, drives the lane, holds his footing, lobs to Kessler, right hand, catching oh. piss off the window. Oh, oh my goodness gracious, that was great basketball. Absolutely fabulous basketball. So much so that Rick Carlisle wants us all to take a moment and appreciate it as he calls timeout. 41-26, Jazz by 15. 9.57 left in the second. Let's go back into history. This year is Team 49. Before Team 49, what happened on this day in Utah Jazz history? The year was 1981. The legend Kareem Abdul-Jabbar passed Oscar Robertson to become the second all-time leading scorer in the NBA. Into Kareem against Mokeski. Turn, face the basket. Bank of 10 is good for the big fella. Now into Kareem with 7. 6. He turned, face the basket. 16-footer good. Oh, what a shot. Kareem would finish the season with 28,000 points and, of course, would eventually take the number one spot, passing Wilt Chamberlain, finishing with 38,387. That's your day in history, brought to you by Vivint, smart security professionally installed. Jazz leading it here, 41-29. Sexton at the helm. Left wing, marketing. Top of the circle, Beasley. Catch and shoot three, front rim no good. Kessler outmaneuvers Turner for the rebound. Throws it out to Sexton, takes a really strange shot, and airballs. Fast break the other way. Buddy Heel to the rack. Fontecchio challenges and forces the miss. Yeah, looking over his left shoulder when paying any attention to the rim. Transition. Fontecchio three rimmed it. Halliburton. Out to Nice. Or excuse me. Out to Nebhard for three and he hits. Pacers want to play like that. And they've cut the Jazz deficit to nine. Jazz are having a master game offensively, yet now the lead is down to nine, beginning to feel very similar to the Clipper game the other night, where the Clippers actually 
by the end of the quarter had gotten back into the game. Yeah, they outscored the Jazz in that second quarter, 34 to 23. Actually took the lead by two at 60 to 58. Sexton, Beasley, Fontecchio, Markinen, and Kessler for the Jazz. Roll call for the Pacers. T.J. McConnell and Troy, Tyrese Halliburton playing together, along with the rookie out of Gonzaga, Nemhard, Miles Turner, their center, and Neesmith driving. Sexton attacking Turner, gets caught in the air, nowhere to go, turns it over. Right side, Halliburton, transition, finds Nebhart for three again, he missed it. 41-32, some poor possessions offensively by the Jazz here recently. Sexton going one-on-one -on -one again, gets caught in the lane, gets caught in the air again, gets it knocked away again, he gets out of bounds. You notice what, what happened, Sexton's driving baseline, he's looking weak side like he's supposed to, but they have cut that pass off to the corner and up the up the up above the break three point line there. They cut that off as well. So he has nowhere to go. Sexton inbounds it up top to Bees by the Black Jasmine. Ten on the shot clock. Beasley drives at Turner, fakes the pass with his eyes, and lays it up in with his left hand. Pushing the other way, Nemhart draws the foul in transition. Pacers who are in transition, the third most of any team in the NBA at 18%. We're only in transition 11% in the first half, first quarter. We can see a effort from Rick Carlisle's crew here to do more transition offense here in the second quarter. Well, you can see, David, that how badly they want to run because that was also a made basket, and they still ended up with numbers after a made basket. So that's something the Jazz don't want continue to happen, but that's the way they like to push the ball. You're just joining us. 8.08 left here in the second quarter. Jazz lead is 9. It's a palindrome, 43-34. Jazz first quarter was nearly perfect offensively again, similar to the Clippers game. They hit seven threes, led by Lowry Markinen's 12 and Malik Beasley's 9 points. Sexton gives it to Olenek right side. It's the two surprise teams of the NBA, the Jazz and the Pacers. Clarkson working on Halliburton. Loses the basketball, Halliburton with the steal. Ahead to Nemhart. Left side, Matherin. Turner trailing, three ball, good. And timeout, Will Hardy. Miles Turner is the bellwether for the Pacers. When he plays well, they win. When he doesn't, they lose. He's got 14 on five of six shooting. And the Jazz lead is down to six. 11-2 run by the Pacers, timeout on the floor. Jazz 43, Pacers 37, 741 left in the second. This is a Utah Jazz play for more player profile. Plus the foul. This is Tyler Gibb with your play for more player profile. And tonight we go back in time to hear a visual of Jordan Clarkson's childhood bedroom. A uh, fat head of Kobe Bryant, poster of Steve Nash, two twin beds, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, bedspread, a computer in the left corner, and small TV with Xbox, Dreamcast, PlayStation, probably some cleats and basketball shoes. Basketball's just all around the room. Little look inside Jordan Clarkson, San Antonio home. Your play for more players spotlight. Brought to you by America First, official credit union of Utah Jazz. Another beautiful play by the Jazz. Kelly Olenek ending up with a layoff of a Jordan Clarkson assist run. 
What are you seeing on these plays where the Jazz are so crisp, this, this time out of a timeout? Well, out of a timeout there, and we've watched this play many, many times. With that skip pass over the top there to Clarkson. Now that gives Clarkson a one-on-one -on -one if he goes very quickly. Now the, deep, the center has to pick him up, and Kelly rolls to the basket, and he gets an easy three-point play out of it. Jazz back up by nine. First quarter, they were really brilliant offensively. Pacers have picked it up a little bit here. Turner. Holding the dribble up top of the three-point line. Hands it to a driving Matherin to the rack, into the contact of the Linux, and he finishes. This Benedict is... Matherin, full speed ahead, averaging 19 points a game, Rod. What are you seeing out of well, it? A very clever play here. You want to watch, he's on one side of the basket, and the Linux is over there, and he just puts his shoulder right into the Linux on the opposite side. Now, that's good position there by Linux, and that's the reason he was wondering, you know, why is the foul called on me when I'm already here? Kelly second. Kelly often wonders why the foul's called on him. Yeah, that's true. He could have had his hand on the on, on his hip or back or something, and from this angle we didn't see it. Mather and misses. Kelly's mom was an official for 20 years. Yeah, he should know better. Matherin hassling Clarkson everywhere. Clarkson walks into a three left side and nails it. High fives the same girl in the front row that he fell on earlier, and her head might explode right now. Did that she net is move? an emoji right now. She's got hands on her head, can't believe what just happened. Jordan Clarkson high-fiving, and he fell on me earlier, and I'm never showering. Here's Halliburton, left baseline. Comes around on the Nash dribble. Comes out to the far right side, one-on-one on, one on Linux. Drives the lane, off-footed, layup, no. Rebound punched out by Fontecchio. Goes up to the top, it's picked up by the Pacers. Penetrating, down low to Smith for the layup. 49-41. Why couldn't a B-reel been right when Clarkson fell on me, she thinks. Here comes Jordan driving right to left and a foul on Smith. These four girls came to the game tonight wondering what it was going to be like to sit in the front row, dead center, and have no idea it was going to be this night. This is beyond their wildest dreams. Clarkson landed on him, going after a loose ball. Now he's high five in them, and the Jazz are up eight. Just Six thought maybe their, their kicks was going to be on the kickstand. Huh? That's right. Instead. The phones are out. The pictures are being taken. The giggles are happening. Foul on Jalen Smith of the Pacers. That's his second. Kelly Olenek will go to the line. Will Hardy's making a big statement around the league, and Michelle Beadle was on Round Ball Roundup with J.P. Chunga earlier this week. Here's what she had to say about what she's seen out of the development of Coach Hardy. So I, I love that he's gone in there, that people have bought in. You know, a team that was, according to all the experts, going to just come out and tank right off the bat. Um, and, you know, who's nobody tell Will Hardy that. Like, this is his shot. This is his team. This is his name on it. This is his legacy that he's starting to build. So, you know, I, we laugh and joke about tanking as talking heads, but don't tell the teams that because that is not something that they're going to try to do at all. Jazz by 10 after the Olympic free throw. Here's Matherin, right side, driving for the Pacers is Neesmith. Back to Halliburton. Step back three over Fontecchio switch. It's awkward. It's a little ragged, it's pushed from the belt, and it goes in. Yeah, six foot five. Alinek fending off on Neesmith, who's up on his body, shoves out with the right hand and gets him under the jaw. Neesmith goes down, they call the foul on Neesmith. 
The acting job by Neesmith has done enough to make the officials huddle, and they're going to review whether Kelly Olenek just did anything flagrant. Well, Neesmith is bleeding fairly significantly from his mouth, so that might lead you to believe there's something there. Well, it could be that he was reaching, and he shouldn't have been. I know when I played, David. Hostile act is the trigger here to see if there's any potential unsportsmanlike act heard after the fact. That is Kevin Scott, the official telling us what he's looking for. He's in his 12th year. It's called 25 playoff games. Michael Smith's along with him in his 30th year. He's called 59 playoff games. Go ahead, Rob. Well, when I, when I played, guys like to get up on you like that, and they like to reach and, and things like that, but I was a high dribbler. So I protected myself. I drive hit when a guy would reach in there, and I'd give him a little elbow. If little? Run, no, yeah, well, I put it up high enough that he would, if he ran into it. Right, so I mean like a little elbow or just a really good one? It, it wasn't, no, no, just a little one. Just put okay. it up high enough that when he's reaching, he might get think it once twice. in the face, and, and next time he'll think twice. You know, that, that's about it. I heard about a point guard, Ron. Now, see, he was reaching there. So I, I don't think this is going to be, watch on the replay, watch him reach when Kelly puts the ball on the floor. Boom, the, the shoulder he goes the into shul- it. Yeah. yeah, right, he hits the shoulder of Kelly. He doesn't hit anything. Yeah, if this is flagrant, I'd be really surprised. I agree with you. You know, Ron, I heard about it. Let's hear it. We're going to find out here in a second from Kevin Scott. After review, there was no hostile act committed by the offensive player. The defender leans his head in, makes contact with the offensive player's shoulder. There's no unnatural extension by the off-arm of the offensive player. There's no dead ball contact. Therefore, the defensive foul stands to be two shots. Kevin Scott with the best description we've had yet. Tyler Ford, you've been usurped. Did, did I attest a little Southern... Accent uh, with uh, that. I, you know, that's really funny, Ron, because I'm currently looking up Kevin Scott's bio. <laughs> where he's from. To find out where he's from. So you and I had the same feeling. I take notes on our officials every time, but I did not note where Kevin Scott was from. He grew up in Georgia. Okay. He resides in Flowery Branch, Georgia. He enjoys playing golf, fitness training, fishing, and attending NASCAR events. His favorite musician is Eric Church. His favorite book is Friday Night Lights. He's not a very creative eater. His favorite meal is cheese pizza, and his favorite app is the Weather Channel. The place he'd most like to visit is the Great Barrier Reef. Kelly Olenek makes Ooh. both free throws, and Kevin Scott's our feature on Get to Know Your Official. Find a way to get away from NBA officiates. 53-44, here's Jalen Smith. Originally 10th pick of the draft by the Phoenix Suns. They quit on him. Back up top to Matherin, hottest rookie in the NBA. Foul down low. Clarkson and Smith get tangled up. By the way, no different than everybody else in the world, his favorite movie is Shawshank Redemption. That is a great movie. It is. One of the, there are some movies that you can just watch over and over and over. And well, over. you get the opportunity to on that one right, also. Exactly. <laughs> 53-44. Here's Halliburton. He's their leading scorer at 19 a game. Jazz by nine. Halliburton for another three, and he nails it. How Boy, does he do that, Ron? He set Tucker up so nicely, kept going back and forth. Tucker was already underneath the screen, so he got it rhythm enough to shoot the three. Six-point lead for the Jazz. Clarkson breaks the 45, gets both feet in the black of the paint, stops six feet out, misses. Rebound tipped by Olenek. No good. Grab by Vanderbilt, but stripped away. Pacers on the run right to left. 
wrapping it around his back. Halliburton swings to knee Smith on the wing. His layup no good. Turner, excuse me, Smith back up for the offensive rebound in with a foul. And despite a brilliant first quarter in which they led by 11 and had a great offensive burst, the Jazz lead is now down to four with Smith going to the line for a three-point play. Tucker pitching up his third foul. And all of a sudden, Jazz led by as many as 15. Three throws good. Pacers are the third best second quarter team in the NBA. And you know what they are in the first quarter, Ron? 30th out of 30. So this follows the exact script of most Pacer games. Marketing. Guarded tightly. And a reaching foul on Neesmith again. He's like, I got a bloody lip and I'm still bleeding. And now I got a ticky-tack right hand check foul? You're killing me. Or it's that reach-in foul. I mean, <clears throat> jab at the basketball that ends up going across a dribbler's body that's drawing the contact, especially if it's right there in front of the official where it was. Just tuning in and wondering what the difference between this quarter and the second quarter is to the Jazz. Well, it's really what the Pacers have done. Pacers, you mentioned, 30th in the league in first quarter. They only were in transition 11% of their possessions were on in that first quarter, right? Okay. As of right now, they've been in possession, in transition, 18% of their possessions for the entire game. So they must have been in transition about 25 to 30% here in the second quarter. They're in transition again off a free throw miss. Now set to a half court. Mather an attack. Puts up a wild left hander, no good. Flying in is the other rookie out of Gonzaga. Bounce pass by heel to a cutting Mather, and he's fouled and goes to the line again. Yeah, and Kelly like Olenek picks up the foul. That'll be Olenek's third. And Matherin will go back to the free throw line for free throws four and five and 15 and 16 for the Pacers. And, and the Jazz lead is at four with Matherin at the line. And here's what Rick Carlisle said before the game about the October and November Rookie of the Month, Benedict Matherin. I remember we came out to L.A. for all the all the pro days, you know, all the agent workouts. There's a string of them that happened within two days. We saw his workout in Santa Barbara. I remember Kevin Pritchard and I were watching this, just going, no way this guy's going to be there at six. He, he was a guy that really, from about the second half of the college season on, there, there were just things about the way he played, his disposition, his aggression, his, his story. We feel fortunate, and as good as he's played, there's really still a very high ceiling. Matherin, who is averaging 19 a game, hits the free throw. Clarkson with 4.26 left in the second. The Jazz lead two. Free throw line extended far side with a white headband as the lob inside to Markin's poking away by heel. Matherin left side, holding it. Nobody guarded Turner in transition, so he dunks. And the Jazz are tied at 54, and the Pacers have been in transition almost the entire second quarter. Horton Tucker trying to initiate the offense. Bounce pass marketing, double teamed in the post. He straightens up, trying to see where who's available. Kick to Horton Tucker, sets his feet, drives, spins, underhand scoop to Vando, dunks it. Pushing ahead the other way are the Pacers, who play the third fastest pace in the league. Halliburton into the lane, flares it up to heel, holding his left pivot foot in his neon green shoes. Swings to Smith, back to Halliburton, in the lane. Right hand floater off the handle, no good. Jazz have a chance to run. 
Bounce pass ahead to Clarkson. Clarkson hesitates, now drives with a 6'10 Smith, hangs in the air to Beasley, rotates Horton Tucker. Left corner, mark it in for three. Around the horn we go with a pot of gold at the bottom of the rainbow. Matherin left side three quickly, no. Rebound goes up over the glass and stops the action for a second as the altitude kicks in and everyone's got to check themselves for a second. Jazz by five, 59-54, 3.06 left. I believe we've taken both timeouts of the quarter already. So there's no break unless a coach takes one here. Both teams are in the bonus if there's free throws, or if there's fouls, excuse me. Horton Tucker, two-man game on the right side. Vando conducting, finds Clarkson on a slip and a dunk. Jazz back up by seven. Halliburton to the front court. Regionally drafted by Sacramento, traded for Demata Sabonis in the offseason. Pull-up jumper by Nemhart, no good. Marking the rebounds from the Jazz run. Pacers are good in transition, but bad in transition defense. Horton Tucker driving, stripping a turnover. Halliburton back the other way, right to left. Curls out to the right side. Waits for a heel pick. They like to slip picks. Halliburton penetrates. Flares up to Smith for three. No good. Offensive rebound off the hands of heel to Marketing. Clarkson runs while guys say, I'm exhausted. Clarkson works. Drives the lane. Stops. Twirls. Steps through. Layup. Good. Jordan Clarkson with master footwork. And exhaustion has checked in on the Indiana Pacers. Why is my chest on fire? I'm breathing pretty good up here. Because <laughs> you haven't said a word. 63-54 is the timeout. Jazz have stretched it back to nine after being tied a moment ago on a 9-0 Jazz run. Let's go to Rick Carlisle before the game, talking about the Jazz and their free-flowing offense under Will Hardy. A lot of the things that are being done in the league now, and Utah is a prime example, they, they run actions that have a lot of different possibilities to create offensive scrambles that create defensive scrambles that create open shots. The way the game is now with the spacing and the skill, the players have to be empowered to, to make plays and to play the random game. That was a lot of the theme of our pregame with both Will Hardy and Rick Carlisle today. Two very intellectual coaches with some really insightful comments about kind of the skill level of the modern game and how it's changing the modern game. It, it, it really is. Uh, you know, he's been around a long time. He, he's, he's played this game, and he's, he's really noticing the difference, you know, like we are, especially big men, how, how skillful they are in doing so many things, making plays, shooting threes, put the ball on the floor, and that's the reason he just lets his team play. Jazz lead it, 63-54. Here's Halliburton. He throws the most passes leading to a shot of any player in the NBA. Comes off a Turner pick to the right. Flares to Heald for a straightaway three, no good. Marking and boards. Long push ahead to Vando. Touchdown, Utah! 65-54. Back the other way. Heald turns it over. Here comes Vando, back to the rack again. I was there once, I want to be there again. Jared Vanderbilt with a left-hand layup, Jazz by 13. Halliburton, 125 left in the second. Halliburton, right side, 
isolated on marketing. In crossover, step back, three over the seven-footer short. Rebound goes out to McConnell. It's direct fire, no good. Vando rebounds, Jazz run. Clarkson with a white uniform, black jazz note between his legs. Razzle dazzle, takes it to the rack, goes up, foul, gets free throws. And look at Tyrese Halliburton. Hands on D's, bent over, gasping. I can't breathe. Altitude, it's real. <laughs> but he healed with his hands on his shorts on the left side and his headband. Matherin with his hands on his shorts, bent over. Halliburton still bent over. Miles Turner just checked in. He looks fresh as a daisy. And Clarkson's free throw is good. The girls in the front row clap vigorously for their guy, Jordan Clarkson, who earlier tonight fell on them on the first play, high five from after a three, and had fans for life when the night started, now have fans for eternity. Clarkson was having some words to the bench. Both free throws are good. 69-54, a 15-0 run by the Jazz. Halliburton, right wing to heel. Not a really one-on-one -on -one ISO player. Driving and airballs a layup. It's a terrible ISO team, in fact. Here's Clarkson, working the top. Drives hard at Matherin to the rack. Two more for Jordan. 17-0 run by Utah. This is really interesting. This is what Indiana's done to people all year, is these huge runs, and the Jazz are putting one on the Pacers and have scored 71 points in the first half. Halliburton crossover to the lane, lays it up and in. And they're doing all of this, David, with only one three-point shot throughout two. In two three-point shots made there in the second quarter. Interesting. 70, well, you always want the rim if you can get it first. Absolutely. 71-56. Shot clock, game clock separated by 10 seconds. Sexton. Dancing, still dribbling. Four on the clock, running out of time. Goes to work, drives, foul. Collin goes to the line at the highest rate of just about any guard in the NBA. Well, they were trying to get the play there, and I know they were running the clock down for Marketing to come off the screen going right to left, so he got that right hand going to the middle of the floor. Indiana played it pretty well. So Sexton's next thing he needed to do was put the ball on the floor and go to the hole. Jazz have four players in double figures already, led by 16 by Marketing. 11 for Clarkson, 11 for Beasley, 10 for Olympic. So the run here has been, oh, it's been tremendous. It was, I believe it's 16, now 17 to 2. 19 to 2. 19 to 2 run by the Jazz, 73-56. Will Krupshaw, our stats tonight, fresh out in University of Indiana. Via Chicago, driving, T.J. McConnell to the racks. And he puts in two with a foul on Clarkson. T.J. McConnell's aunt was one of the great women's basketball players of all time. Point guard Susie McConnell, Sarah. Susie McConnell was also the head coach, I believe, at the University of Pittsburgh, where T.J. started his career before going to Arizona's. There's a legendary women's basketball Olympic team, the 92 and the 96 teams. I believe McConnell Saria was on those teams. Played for the Cleveland Rockers of the WNBA. 73-58, now 73-59. Inbound to Sexton. McConnell Saria cuts him off and fouls him to Sexton, all right? Yep, good. 
Connell Serio peers into the crowd as somebody says something to him. He says something back. And Sexton gets two free throws. That's a gift. Overly aggressive play. Right in front of Gail Miller. I hope he said nothing inappropriate. Free throw by Sexton. Hits the front rim. He does a back bend as though he's in yoga. It top spins in. He fist pumps. A little body language. I think Colin got that one in with a little yoga right there. You've had some of those on your putts from three feet, right? <laughs> 74 59, 75-59. Halliburton's half-court shot is up and front-rimmed it. Wow. Jazz 75, Pacers 59, 35 in the first, 40 in the second for the Jazz tonight. This copyrighted broadcast of the National Basketball Association may not be retransmitted, reproduced, rebroadcast, or otherwise distributed or used in any form without the express written consent of the NBA. The players are back on the floor. And he rocks the catbox! The horn is sounding, and the second half is ready to bring more non-stop NBA basketball. That's the 10, lays it up and in. Back to David Locke and the legend, Ron Booth. Game was tied at 54. Jazz won on a 17-0 run, and we open the third quarter. The Jazz up 75-59 as the crowd's still enjoying all the Great amenities here in the arena, sparsely filled in the first few rows as we're underway, marking and driving from the top on the smaller defender, kicks to Olenek, the Jazz hottest three-point shooter, but he rims it no good. Here comes Halliburton on the run. Left side heel. Heel flares it out to Turner for three. It's no good. Rebound to Linux. Pacers run in transition, the third most of anyone in the NBA. They're good in one side of it. They're not great on the other. And Sexton walks right down the middle of the lane and lays it up and in. And that's what Alex Jensen told us before the game, Ron. They're good running. They're just not great running the other way. Yeah, and don't forget, they attempt 41 three-point shots a ball game just like the Jazz. Like yeah, to shoot the three there. Hard shot, no good. Here comes Clarkson. In and out, right hand dribble, leaves it behind for Linux, resets Clarkson, marking and trailing. Fit Clarkson fakes the pass, drives the lane, hooks it up, and anybody travels first. Ron, let's go back to the 17 0 run. You don't see one every day. What did the Jazz do, and what do you see in that run? All of a sudden, they start moving the basketball and pushing the ball up the floor and making some things happen. But I think more importantly than that second quarter, they started getting to the free throw line. What they have one free throw or two free throws in a zero. First zero for in the first quarter ended up with 15 in the second quarter it's a great making point. 14 or 15. it's a three ball from halliburton is off the right side of the rim and clicks out of bounds it's a great point if you haven't this is a team that's the third most common team in transition to the 12th best transition offense in the league 22nd best half court offense in the league so if you get them out for free throw they have to be in half court you can't run off free throw here's clarkson right wing guarded by heel not known as a defender Mid-block, right marketing. The Jazz leading scorer. Drop steps, turns to the baseline with a tough right hand hook. No good offense. Rebound Linux. Throws back to Clarkson. Catch and shoot. Deep three. Nobody's fouled by Heal to get three free throws. Buddy Heal hasn't had a good night so far. Buddy Heal out of Oklahoma. I was thinking, David, that probably was a good move for Halliburton and Buddy Heal to get traded because Fox is having a great year there in Sacramento. If you're Sacramento, they got criticized so mercifully for this trade. But they had Buddy Heald and they had De'Aaron Fox in their max contracts. It wasn't working. They had to move somebody. 
They huh? couldn't move either of them. So the only way they could move Buddy Heald's massive contract was to attach such a great player as Tyrese Halliburton to him to make it appealing. And they got an all-star in Sabonis in exchange. And Sacramento's really good right now. They, they really are. I mean, putting balls on the floor. And it's really unleashed Fox and, because he is playing great basketball. And, and I think Tyrese Halliburton is fabulous. But if you want to go upside, I still think De'Aaron Fox has more upside than Tyrese Halliburton. Maybe not. Most people would disagree with that. 20-point Jazz lead after the free throws. Halliburton, beautiful pump fake drive, layup good. Halliburton's now 4 of 13. He did not have a good game in Sacramento, actually, in his return. The emotions may have got the best of him. Colin Sexton at the black Jazz note on the diagonally wood-angled floor. Hands it to Clarkson. They switch, right wing Olenek. Turner's slow to get out, so Olenek drives on him. Lobs it, Vando over his left shoulder too far, couldn't control it. Fast break the other way, Halliburton. In the lane with his eyes out. Find Smith, right side three, no good. Push ahead by Sexton. One on two break. Sexton looks like he's going to stop. Now accelerates, tries defense. Bumps him back, finds Clarkson. Clarkson pump fakes, works the lane, holds the pivot foot, twirls. I lied, he did not hold the pivot foot, according to official Kevin Scott. I haven't seen that, um, and he has something to say to, to, to um, who was that? Jonathan Sterling, the official? Is that who he's talking No. Who's he? We got a technical foul on Jordan Clark. Yeah, he has some words for number two. Who is that? Oh, Andrew, Andrew Nembhard. Nembhard, Yeah. the rookie out of Gonzaga. They're still talking. You don't see Jordan, that too often. I love Jordan because Jordan's trash talking. I got no idea what he's saying, but he has the most, the biggest smile on his face. I would say this. Jordan touched Nebhardt's face as they went back the other way, and that's what got him the technical. As I just saw the replay. So he'll go to the line. Clarkson's having a good night. 13 Jazz, five, five Jazz players in double figures. Tonight's show is brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. Free throw's good on the technical. Your Zions Bank starters tonight by the Utah Jazz. Lowry Markin in 16. 13 for Clarkson, 12 for Saxon, 10 for Linick, and 8 for Vando. Great balance. That's your Zions Bank starter. Zions Bank, a noteworthy approach to banking, your official bank of the Utah Jazz. And another whistle. And that's a foul on Sexton, holding the rolling Miles Turner. If you're just tuning in, thanks so much for taking the time with us. The Jazz have jumped to a 17-point lead. The Pacers, who are the surprise of the East at 12 and 9, but they have led by, they have trailed by 15 in each of their games on this road trip. They did come back to beat the Lakers, though. On Nebhardt's game winner. Halbert in the lane. Flares it out to heel. 4-3. No. Rebound tap. Goes out to the corner. Smith flies after it. Saves it. Smith's got popcorn all over him as he comes back on the floor. And we stop action for a second. Smith went flying into the crowd. Popcorn has been dispersed. And now they'll reset the play over here. They're resetting the players or the illegal defense, so they're, they're resetting the time clock. Clock's still at nine. I think they just stopped action. Here's Turner. Jabs right, goes left. He took steps. Indiana comes in as a surprise team in the East, but it might be a bit suspect. They're just four and six against the above 500 teams. Contrasting that to the Jazz, where it's 10 and five against the above 500 teams. Jazz playing their sixth straight game or seventh straight game without Mike Conley. Another whistle and a foul. Wow, this game's been about as energetic and exciting as it can be, and we have zapped all energy out of it. 
technical free throw for the Jazz off an illegal defense. Five different Pacer coaches are off the bench arguing right now. Carlisle's three steps onto the floor. Lloyd Pierce, the former Hawks coach, is up arguing. And now Michael Smith corrects the call. Evidently, they were all right. So it was not an illegal defense. Hey, everybody, plug back in, including the three guys in the gray shirts. Sexton between the circles. Chesson right side to Olenek. Hard left hand driving another whistle. Slow drip of Chinese water torture by the officials right here. Holy cow. You know, a lot of times at the half, David, coaches will say, we're not physical enough. Let's start getting into them. And now you're getting fouls called. Inbound to Clarkson, three no good, front rim. Here, Jalen Smith grabs the rebound. Vando reached at him, Smith swipes at him, and you got it. Drip, 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 drip. Another whistle. All right, so our team fouls three minutes into the quarter. Two on the Jazz, three on the Pacers. Maybe two on each, actually. Here's Halliburton. Their leading score at 19 a game. He drives to the rack, outstretched right arm, scooping layup, no good. Rebound marketing. The Jazz leading rebounder kicks ahead to Sexton. Sexton attacking, gets into the paint, now retreats. Back to the right side with his bright red shoes. White uniform, black jazz down on the front. He's going to work, in and out dribble, hesitates, drives, spins, to the rack too hard. Rebound, Indiana. Indiana loves to run. Here's Halliburton, leaves it behind for Smith, attacking the Linux. That should be an offensive foul, that is. Jalen Smith, who had the creativity of nothing going to the basket there. 79-62 Utah, 8.21 left in the third. And Benedict Matherin comes into the game. Matherin out of the University of Arizona has been the hottest rookie of the NBA this year. Out of Montreal. One of four NBA players out of Montreal. Incidentally, David, I mentioned we're going to watch the bench because both benches are high scoring. Both benches at 20 points in the first Interesting. Clarkson driving, floating the right-hander up and in from six feet out. Jazz back up by 19. Tyrese Halliburton, who averages 11 assists a night, has one. Matherin in the lane. Out to Heald for three. Good. Finally gets a look. Buddy Heald two years ago, maybe three years ago, is the best catch-and-shoot guy in the NBA. He finally gets a look to, to knock down the three. This year... Boy, 40%, he's now 38%. Clarkson splits two guys, gets in the lane, fakes the bounce back, pushes up the floor and misses, taps the rebound out. It goes to the guy in the red sweatshirt in the front row with his black beanie on and he makes the play. He didn't spill anything. That's a pro right there. He might even put down a beer. Left side three, Nebhart, air ball. Rebound comes down to the jack. Don't have numbers, Pacers are back. Olenek and Sexton play a two-man game on the left side with an open corner. Sexton works two guys to him. We got another foul call. Kelly Olenek gets called for it. That's his fourth. That could be a game changer. Will Hardy calls a timeout. Well, I didn't like Sexton going away from the screen there. He went away from the pick and, and when the Jazz could have got into the motion offense by going the right way. Timeout on the floor. Jazz lead by 16. 81-65, 7-19 left in the third. Boy, he goes beast mode. He's blazing. He's blistering. He's scorching. He's your Utah Jazz hot player of the game. Slams it home. 
Marketing attacks heel to the rack. Andrew at the cop up and in. Out to Marketing. Straight down the barrel. Three is good. Port Tucker working on Maverick. Bounces to Kessler. Rotates to Marketing. Left corner. Three good. That's your hot player of the night. Brought to you by WCF Insurance. Lowry Marketing. 16 points, 10 rebounds. Miles Turner is the hot player of the night for the Indiana Pacers, and he gets in the black paint, flips up two, and he's now got 16. Jazz lead is 14, 81-67. Game was tied at 54 in the second quarter. Vando gets it stolen. Three on one break. Nebhard to the rack, hands it off. Miles Turner's easy two. Jazz lead is down to 12. It was a, an 11-2 run from the Pacers. The Jazz led by 20 a few moments ago. Game was tied at 54. Jazz went on a 17-0 run. Vando turns the corner, stops, drags his pivot foot from Ogden to Salt Lake, and that's a travel. 81-69. All right, it was only Ogden to Caseville. Still a travel. 81-69, 12-point Jazz lead. Pacers have been down a lot and then come back. Matherin, the rookie out of Arizona, to the rack, layup good. The Jazz didn't guard anybody. Jazz have not plugged back in here for a second. This is a little strange. All right, Sexton at the helm, 81-71, Jazz by 10. Pacers are working their way back. Beasley, open side, left side, retreats back out, gives it to Clarkson. Clarkson penetrates, gets in the black of the paint, off balance, Turner eradicates it, and the ball boy makes a nice play while holding on to the mop, catching it. Seven on the shot clock, Jazz will inbound. Really been a massive game of runs today, including a, that huge Jazz run. Jazz led after one, 35-24. Then game got tied, then the Jazz stretched it to a 20-point lead. Clarkson, right side, two on the clock. Driving, underhand scoop at the horn, he got it! They're gonna review it to see whether it was in time. It sure seemed like it. Watching the replay, I, the pacer bench certainly didn't think so. Here's Nebhart, last pick of the first round out of Gonzaga. Clarkson in on his body, another foul call. Well, it has been a foul late third quarter. Ron Boone made the astute comment earlier that Often coaches will come out and say, hey, we got to get more physical. In the first half of the game, we had 29 fouls. We now have 36. We've had eight fouls called in the first six minutes. Keel, good three-point shooter, penetrates instead, gets caught in the air and throws it away. His game falls apart off the precipice whenever he puts it on the hole. Foul. Fast break, Horton Tucker lobbing it up. Kessler at the rim. Walker Kessler sprinting the floor for two. Running down the right side of the floor with his arms up in the air. Wanted to make sure Tucker saw him. And the two of them shake hands and embrace while Rick Carlisle kindly gives us another opportunity to admire the Jazz transition game. We'll do it over a timeout. Jazz 85, Pacers 71, 527 left in the third. What up? What, what, what's happening in the association? It's NBA now. Well, call it an early Christmas present here in Deer District as the Bucks welcome their three-time All-Star Chris Middleton back into the fold tonight, playing host of the Los Angeles Lakers. Here's Patrick Beverly, inbounds it to AD. Now LeBron at the right elbow. AD, three-pointer, good. Michael, with that last bucket, LeBron was given an assist, which means he passes Magic Johnson on the NBA's all-time assist list. Wow! He's climbing the LeBron ladder. James, that's magic. Wait, what's that number up there for John Stockton? Where is that number? 
John Stockton, 15,806. That's a number nobody will get to. All right, Pacers with the basketball. Matherin, hard push shot, no good. Kessler, rebound above all others. Outlets to Clarkson on the near side. Jazz lead by 12, 83-71. Lakers won that game against Milwaukee in Milwaukee. Clarkson dribbling. Nebhard reaches behind and fouls him. Wait, they call an offensive foul on Clarkson on a hook. Charlotte beat Washington 117-116 tonight. Atlanta beats Denver 117-109. Boston finally loses as Miami won in overtime. Give me more scores as we get a chance. Here's the same play again. Matherin driving, twisting, can't get through. Kessler just loses the ball. Great defense from Walker. Rookie on rookie. Right side, Horton Tucker. Thinks about a three, not his strength. Retreats back out, calls for a pick. Two-man game with marketing. Drives hard with the right hand into the body of the defender. Loses the ball. Kessler picks it up. Kessler blocked and fouled at the rim. Miles Turner can't believe it. By the way, the underhand scoop layup by Jordan Clarkson earlier that the Indiana Pacers bench popped up saying was late was in fact late. Pacer bench has been on it tonight, Ron. Was it late? It was late. It was does it? not count any longer. It did for a brief moment, but now Jordan Clarkson has just 15. Walker, whose free throw shooting has been a little yin, little yang, makes the first. Sitting at about 50% on the season at the free throw line, right where he was at Auburn. I hope he continues to get better. Second free throw short. 84-81. Quiet crowd hearing the players yell back and forth right now. T.J. McConnell, underhand scoop for Miles Turner. It's a shorty. Rebound comes out to Horton Tucker. Near side, Clarkson. Clarkson playing two-man with Kessler. Nothing develops. Clarkson creates his own on a drive. Finds Beasley, tightrope in the end line. He airballs. Kessler pushes it up and in and a foul. Walker, Kessler. Turning somebody else's garbage into a jam. And Kessler goes back to the line. The Jazz lead goes back to 15. Jazz are yo-yoing this one a little bit. Not the way Hot Rod would talk about. But you never have been in trouble for very long. They just pulled the lead up. Let it go. Pulled the lead back up. Let it down. Pulled the lead back up. Kessler misses the free throw. Well, I noticed you got the shorty in there. I did. You want to tell the story? You want to? You go ahead and tell the story. I will if we get a chance. Here's the right side drive from Neesmith. Hangs in the air. Nowhere to go out to McConnell. Swings it right side to Smith. Hand off to Nebhart. Back out to Smith. He'll take the three. It's good. Perfect. Nice what a great play. relief. Jalen Smith, 6'10", out of Maryland. Tenth pick by the Phoenix Suns. But with their veteran team, he never got a chance. They let him go. Indiana picked him up on a trade at the end of last year when they didn't pick up his options. He's got a chance. Marking a tight curl from the left side. Catches and fouled immediately. That's such an interesting play, Ron. It's so basic and fundamental. Here's the play. Jazz are set up Markin to the corner. There's nothing tricky about it, but it's different than what everybody else does. And Markin does what's called face cutting the defender. In other words, he cuts in front of his face. Usually cuts happen on the back behind guys. You back cut guys. This is a face cut. So the defender is still in theory between you and the basket. But at seven feet tall, Ron. Lowry Markkinen doesn't care if you're between him and the basket. And, and the reason he can get that is he slips the play because a lot of times you're looking for a dribble handoff or the defense is looking for a dribble handoff or maybe a pick and roll. And he gets ahead of the defense tender, like you just said. Now he slips 
and he's able to get all the way to the basket. Rick Carlisle talked about this before the game. He didn't say specifically what he was talking about, but he talked about unique things that Jazz run off ball with seven footers. That's one of them right there. Marketing hits both free throws, and the Jazz lead is up to 14, 88-74. Especially when they slip two guys on the same play going the same direction. That's right. Here's Smith. Another three, the same release, this time short. Rebound, Horton Tucker. That was another shorty, Ron. And we got a whistle on the fouls. The Jazz are running the floor. And a foul on the Pacers. Kessler will go to the free throw. Is that a transition take foul off the ball? Seems pretty close. League's new rule. We got to figure it out. Three guys not sure what to do right now. Their names are Kevin Scott, Michael Smith, Jonathan Sterling. They were assigned. We had no choice. We have to accept them every night. They're not sure right now. It's a transition take foul. I, I saw the assistant coach throw his arms up in the air, so I knew. The Pacers bench was right again. <laughs> it was going to be against the Pacers. Oh, Rick Carlisle <laughs> upset now. Carlisle, whose life balance is an all-time high. He missed a game earlier this year for his daughter's senior night. Rick used to be one of the most high-strung non-personable, non-communicative coaches, had a great staff of Dwayne Casey and Terry Stotts. Now Rick Holt holds one of the most interesting press conferences. We talked for 20 minutes afterwards today. Such a pleasure. He's like, I'm past the ego part of this. Let's empower people. 89-75. Inbound, overplayed by Smith. Clarkson has it, and another whistle this time. Nebhart. They're basically Carlisle's gone to hack at Pester. Here's what's really, really interesting about this, Ron. Who was the very first coach that ever played hack a go bear? Rick Carlisle. And forever after, if you look at Rudy Gobert's biggest nights, they were always against Dallas. 30 and 20, 20 and 20. Gobert never forgot. So tonight, it's Hack and Kessler by Rick Carlisle, the same guy who played hack a go bear many years ago. How about half a shot? That's where it all started. That's he where it was all so started. dominant, you had no choice. Jazz lead at 90 to 74, if you're just tuning in. The Jazz lead by 16 in a matchup of the two upstarts, the Jazz and the Pacers, the two surprise teams of each conference. Jazz led, as Kessler makes both free throws, Jazz led by 11 in the first quarter. Then it was tied at 54, and the Jazz went on a 17-0 run, and they now lead it again by 17. Halliburton driving. Horton Tucker reaches the left hand into his chest. That's illegal. Your leading scorers tonight for the Utah Jazz. 18 for Markkinen, 16 for Clarkson, and then four other players in double figures. Jazz are shooting 58% from the field. In the first quarter, they had seven threes. They've only had two since, and they're scoring at will. Halliburton drives, kisses off the window too hard, rebound Kessler. Outlet to Clarkson. Let's see if they hack Kessler again. Clarkson into the front court, goes behind his back on T.J. McConnell, pushes off the glass and in. Oh, Jordan Clarkson, don't do me like that. Fast break the other way, layup, no, Matherin will go to the line on the Should foul. never happen. Should never happen. Will Hardy peers behind to look at an iPad. I've not seen this before, Ron. Will Hardy just literally looked back at Evan, one of their coaches, and got to look at an iPad and look at a play. I've seen a lot of assistants do it. I'm not sure I've ever seen the head coach do it. Utah Jazz basketball brought to you by Instructure, the makers of Canvas. 
first free throw from Mather, who grew up in Montreal, Canada, never knew his father, was turned on to basketball by his older sister, who was really raising him while his mom worked three full-time jobs in the tough, they grew up in the tough part of Montreal. His sister went on to play at NC State. And then a pro career, Matherin then left Montreal to go to the new institute in Mexico and played in Mexico City for the rest of his high school career. Horton Tucker brings to the front court and travels. 93-76, Jazz by 17, 255 left here in the third. They had a pick and roll, but they had three people just too close to each other to make something like that happen. Right side. Smith, pull up jumper, no good, rebound, Kessler. Walker's been good tonight. Outlet to Clarkson, prancing up the near side with a runner's stride, goes between his legs, in and out, right hand dribble, retreats, now attacks, into the lane, off balance, floater, we got a whistle first and a foul. Markinen and Neesmith played dominoes with each other, we'll see what the call was, the call was actually on Clarkson driving. 93-76, Jazz by 17, 235 left in the third. Here's what Rick Carlisle said before the game. We were talking about about the Jazz playing free-flowing offense. A lot of the things that are being done in the league now, and Utah is a prime example, they, they run actions that have a lot of different possibilities to create offensive scrambles that create defensive scrambles that create open shots. The way the game is now with the spacing and the skill, the players have to be empowered. To, to make plays and to play the random game. So interesting to hear Rick Carlisle talking about whose reputation earlier in his career, Ron, was a bit notorious for calling every play, being brutally hard on point guards. I think early in his career, he was more of an old school type coach. Jerry Sloan called every play coming down the sideline. I asked John Stockton about that one time and John says, that's my fault you know, for letting him do it. Interesting. Yeah. 94-76, 233 left in the third. McConnell drives the baseline. Swirls around. Flares it up to heel. The great three-point shooter puts it on the deck. Not his strength. Swirls around. Nothing happens. Back to Halliburton. Swings to heel. Clarkson in his short. Heel works to the right. Has to put it on the deck. Jazz have got healed all upset tonight. He flips it over to Halliburton. Has to take a three with two on the clock. It's good. Buddy Heald wants to play catch and shoot. The Jazz have not given him an ounce to breathe tonight. He's two of six, one of four from three. Halliburton now has 14. Horton Tucker playing backup point guard with Mike Conley out. Drives hard with the left hand, kicks it over to the wing to Markin and tough three, perfect. Wow. Seven feet tall, 240 pounds, and a quick release three from the corner. Incredible. Smith fires, three no good. Rebound Beasley. Jazz up a palindrome, 97-79. It's never good to be on the wrong side of a palindrome. Here's Beasley. Bees swings to Kessler. Bees got going in the first. Flares it over to Horton Tucker. Bounce pass. Walker to the rack. Outstretched right arm. Off the glass and in. Jazz are absolutely putting the Indiana Pacers through an offensive execution. 13 for Walker Kessler a season high. 99-79 with 126 left in the third. They allowed 137 to the Kings the other night, and they're about to do it again. Here's Halliburton, left-hand dribble, flares it up top. Smith puts it on the jack, drives, off balance, no. Rebound tapped around, Bees has it. Here comes Malik. Leggings on each leg, bounces to Horton Tucker. He crosses over, puts the left hand down, steps back, good. 
101-79. Halliburton hands it off to Smith again. Resets Tyrese out of Iowa State. Bad pass goes off the hands of Matherin out of bounds. Might have been actually a good pass, but great defense by Malik Beasley that blew up the route and made it not go to where it was supposed to be. Great read. That was exactly what happened there. And right now, the Pacers can't get into anything. Well, the Jazz, they can't get anything because they're taking the ball out of the net every possession right now. Clarkson right side, 44 seconds left, goes into his dance, takes the left hand, now through the legs, working Halliburton, in the lane, pump fakes once, puts it off the window, misses, rebound, comes down to Matherin. Matherin, 18 points a game as a rookie, going coast to coast to the rack, missing. Rebound tip, no, we got a whistle and a foul, it's going to be on Kessler for pushing Smith in the back on the rebound. 29 seconds left in the quarter, 101-79, Utah. So we got two players that are leading rookies numbers in the in the league this year. Kessler leading in block shots and Mandarin leading in points per game, correct? You are correct. Think he's sir. getting 19 points a ball game? You are correct. Ready for your chance to win Ultra Courtside Experience? You'll be sitting front row at a Utah Jazz game courtesy of Michelob Ultra. Enter to win online at utahjazz.com backslash ultra experience. Must be 21 years of age or older at time of entry. Enjoy responsibly, Nicola Bolter, St. Louis, Missouri. Earlier tonight, I called a three a shorty. Ron Boone laughed. We were at practice in San Francisco. And we were tight on the court. Horton Tucker, who's a great guy, was shooting, and he took a three and he missed it. And as it let go of it, he said, that's a shorty. And sure enough, it was short. And I said, Kalen, I'm using that. That's awesome. And Kalen says, well, that's good. It'll make you sound kip and in basketball lingo. And I said, well, that's what a 52-year-old needs out of a 24-year-old. So thank you. Get out of here. And then Kalen looked year. at me and said, I'm 21. And I said, my bad. And here comes Kalen Horton Tucker on a pick and roll. Flares it out to marketing. Eight on the shot clock. 12 on the game clock. Jazz by 20 in the third. Marketing. Bumping. Backing. Drop step. Fade away. Air ball. Rebound comes down to the Pacers. Five seconds left. Matherin puts the pedal down to the metal. Drives the lane. Bounces inside. Layup. No. And we'll go to the fourth quarter. With the Utah Jazz leading the Indiana Pacers by 20. 101. 81 on Jazz Basketball. Right corner three. Wow. 36 minutes are in the books. The crowd is getting at. And the fourth quarter is here. 12 minutes to go. Here's David Locke and the legend Ron Boone. Well, the Utah Jazz defense, if we're being honest about it, has been really bad recently. What's the name of that song, David? Living on a Prayer by Bon Jovi. Is that what it was? It like, was. Where everybody sings along yeah. and they get... Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. So as I was saying... You know the words? Uh, yeah, but I don't sing. <laughs> as I was saying, Jazz defense has been, if we're honest, really bad for about the last six games. In fact, they were last in the NBA. Tonight, the defense is absolutely fabulous, holding the Pacers below a point of possession. And they get a stop here, a fast break the other way, and Sexton floats it up and in. Marketing with with the dish. McConnell floats it over Kessler and scores. Kessler's been very good tonight. Jazz plus nine with Walker on the floor in 16 minutes. Horton Tucker is plus 23 tonight. Sexton at the point guard now. Beasley swings up top to Sexton, blows by McConnell, gets in the lane, floats it up and in. Back-to-back buckets by Colin Sexton. You know what the Jazz have not done in a long time, Ron? What's that? Shot any threes. They've taken three threes as McConnell goes the other way, misses the layup. Kessler rebounds and a fast-paced open to the fourth quarter. Jazz have taken 
Three threes. Now four as Markkinen shoots in the corner and misses. Gets his own rebound in 15 minutes. Beasley pump makes a three. Now steps behind the arc and shoots an air ball. Long outlet to Matherin. He catches, has to stop under the basket, and lays it up and in. Beasley shot it. He didn't get back. 20-point game. Jazz 105. Pacers 85. I thought Colin Sexton should have been back. Oh, my fault. Thank you. Sexton, one-on-one on T.J. McConnell. Eight on the shot clock. No passes on this possession. First one goes to Beasley on the second side. The Jazz effectiveness when they move the ball and when they hold tonight, when they hold it, compared to when they move it, is just incredible. They at one point tonight got super stagnant, and they lost a 14-point lead. The game got tied at 54, and then the Jazz went on a 17-0 run. And they're working on getting better at that. Watch what they do in practice, and they're going over their, their offense over and over and over and, and working on different ways of getting into it. Just really makes a big difference. Montecchio finds Kessler. Excuse me, finds Martin. Kessler slips the pick. Martin nope. takes a that jab step one. off the bounce three and hits it. My goodness. That wasn't one of the ways, but that was like a 30-footer. That is just something else. Seven feet to be able to make those kind of plays is just mind-boggling. Here comes Mather attacking Kessler. Walker meets him at the rim, gets called for a foul. Rick Carlisle might have earned this foul. The last time down the floor, he talked to the official about Kessler not holding his position in the air. And this time, Kessler gets called on. And he's learning as well. I mean, he, he, he knows when to go vertical. And then he's, he's learning of when to try to block a shot. Well, Will's really giving him a run right now. Yeah. Kessler's been out on the floor for about as long a period of time as he has been for most of this year. Well, his season high in minutes is 24. Both free throws are missed. Chicken. Kessler came in at the 548 mark in the third and has not checked out yet. Both free throws were missed by Matherin. Fans get Chick-fil-A. They're excited. Sexton. Two-man game with marketing. Goes away from the pick again. Flips to the corner. Fontecchio's wide open. Feet set. Ball went. Splash. Utah 111. Indiana 85. Timeout. Rick Carlisle will take it as well. Three, two, one. Oh! Your Utah Jazz game summary. Beasley retreats back out. Nobody comes with him. He sets his feet for three. Here's Jackson working McConnell. Lobs to the Kessler. Slam dunk. Long push ahead to Vando. Touchdown, Utah. Here comes Vando. Back to the rack again. I was there once. I want to be there again. That's your America First game summary brought to you by the official credit union of Utah Jazz, America First. The exclusive Jazz Visa debit card is a perfect way to pay to show your team spirit with every dip, tap, or swipe. Get yours today only at America First at AmericaFirst.com. Utah Jazz lead at 111-85 tonight over the Indiana Pacers. The two surprise teams of the NBA matching up tonight. The Jazz showing to be the more formidable of the two, even without Mike Conley. 
111-85 with 9.26 to play. Pacers are in the midst of a seven-game trip. Their fourth stop, they've trailed by 15 in every game of the trip, but they did come back to beat the Lakers. Kessler with good rim defense again. Jazz on offense. Left side, Fontecchio. Top to Sexton. Sexton dancing, driving, kicking. Olenek ball fakes, nine on the clock. Reset Sexton. Sexton going away from the pick again. Shows the ball and gets it stripped. Pushing ahead is McConnell. Leaving it behind. Now to the right corner to Neesmith. who came out of Vanderbilt as a sharpshooter, and he makes it. And that's his first bucket. 111.88, if you're just tuning in, we're glad to have you. Checking in on the Jazz, and they've been great tonight. Offensively magical, actually. They opened the night scoring 35 points in the first. They scored 40 in the second. Only had to score 26 in the third as the defense became exquisite. So, really a fabulous performance. Good news on all ends for Utah teams right now. McConnell driving, right corner, bad pass goes off the hands into the backcourt for a turnover by Nemhart. So if you took a second to check out whether everyone in Utah is smiling, the answer is yes. The Jazz lead this one by 24, 23. Down low, Fontecchio, quick catch and tries a layup block by Isaiah Jackson, second year player out of Kentucky. Nebhart, the rookie from Gonzaga, shoots for three and hits. And Will Hardy calls a timeout, displeased with the fact that the lead is back to 20. 8.03 left in the fourth, 111.91. Hardy doesn't even meet with his coaches. He just comes back out and is really hot. Wow, Hardy is as hot as I've seen him in any timeout all year, up 20. That was as animated as he's been all year, Ron. And, and I tell you, the reason is getting back on defense. Yeah. You know, you're getting back and you're giving a wide-open three-point shot. That's is unacceptable. I mean, that shouldn't happen. It's happened too many times here tonight. So even though you're up 20, you got to cut it loose. Timeout, 8.03 left, Jazz by 20. Four court pressure, Colin breaks the pressure. Now you have two skip passes and an easy three point shot. Jesus has got 14. McConnell drives, dribbles off his right hip, out of bounds. Jazz have seven play six players in double figures. Push ahead to Beasley. Curls out, leaves it behind for Fontecchio. Penetrates, throws out to a Linux. Wide open three, right foot in front of left. The long three, no good. 114-91, Jazz lead it by 23. Handoff, driving for set, and a foul. Rick Carlisle, I think, has thrown the white flag up tonight. Halliburton's played 31, Turner's played 26, Fields played 25, Matherin's played 25, and I don't think we're seeing them again unless this game gets down to 10. Jazz will be their second straight win. And it's an old, tired story. 
but it's amazing how much better this team looks with a little rest. Substitution. T.J. McConnell comes out. The Pacers go one step deeper into their bench, so that white flag has certainly been thrown. As Kendall Brown comes in. Brown, only 19 years of age out of Baylor. Well, their next ball game is, is in Portland. On the Portland's here to watch it. Portland yeah. will be here tomorrow. Tickets are available at UtahJazz.com. Holiday packs, by the way, are the perfect gift. Holiday packs are a great gift for those who love every ticket you purchase. You earn jazz notes that are redeemable for gear in the Utah Jazz team. Beasley right baseline jumper up and in. Visit UtahJazz.com or call or text 801-355-DUMP to find your tickets today. 116.93, Brown bounce pass down low, curling out left side, three is good. Nice throw. Aaron Neesmith with that one. Neesmith came out of Vanderbilt, but the hot shooters didn't play a lot of games. Nebhard, the rookie from Gonzaga. Isaiah Jackson, second-year player from Kentucky. Brissett, Neesmith, and Brown are on the floor for the Pacers. Jazz have Sexton, Beasley, Fontecchio, Olenek, and Kessler. Markin has played the most of any Jazz player 33 minutes tonight in the game tomorrow. And he leads the Jazz with 24 points and 13 rebounds as Beasley splits the double team and leaves him foul on the Pacers. Nemhard picks up his fourth foul. Jazz blew this game open in the as Olenek is trapped, gives it up top to Sexton. He splits the double team, lost the basketball. Pacers have it. Pacers are playing a lot of scrambling defense to try to force turnovers. Jazz has turned it over a lot tonight. Driving blocked by Kessler. Walker Kessler's played about 12 straight minutes, and he's been outstanding. Jazz lead it 116 to 96. Game was tied at 54. Jazz went on a 19-0 run, then led it 101-89 as we 101-81 as we headed to the fourth after a brilliant defensive third quarter, driving and floating and missing of the Pacers, and the rebound goes out of bounds to the Jazz. If Walter Kessler ends up finishing this game, he'll have a new season high in minutes. Olenek skips it all the way ahead to Beasley. Jazz really took advantage of the Pacers' lack of transition defense tonight. But we're also just brilliant offensively in the half court. Sexton driving, reaching foul on the Pacers. This game is probably going to slow down. Now, when you're throwing the red flag, there ends up being a ton of fouls. 5.50, until nobody walks to the mailman. 116 to 96. That story we might have to tell again at some point. Sexton inbound to Olenek is stolen. Brown dunks. Will Hardy a moment ago called a timeout up 20. Just furious with the Jazz lack of attention to detail. He might have to do it again if he's not there. Beasley's three is no good. Jazz sprinting back defensively this time. Jackson to the basket and Beasley and Olenek foul at the same time. Who's it on? Kelly Olenek, that's his fifth in 21 minutes of play. By the way, 116 points means another Arby's night. This season when the Utah Jazz score 111 or more points in the game, Jazz app users score a free Arby's Classic roast beef sandwich the next day. 
Download the Jazz app. Turn on notifications to visit utahjazz.com. Score big to learn more. Jazz and the Portland Trailblazers tomorrow. Tickets are available for that at utahjazz.com. Jackson misses the free throw. Kessler's rebound gets knocked out of bounds. Jazz ball. Jackson driving. Misses the layup. Kessler pushes it up and in. Kessler's open the whole time for a lob for two. So it's good he's got those two anyway. And Walker Kessler with a season high 15 points and 10 rebounds. Pass down low. Isaiah Jackson. Slicing through the lane. Lays, excuse me, that's for set. Pacers uniforms are not great revealing numbers. Let me tell you. Double team. Delinic in the backcourt. It's stolen. And then Delinic commits the foul to stop it. And that'll be... Team foul, be the sixth on Olenek. It might even be a breakaway. That's twice that the players come from the backside to come up with a steal or a deflection. Well, they're trapping. You'd think people would stay in the backcourt to help you out if you know they're trapping. So Kelly Olenek fouls out. Ten points, four rebounds, one assist tonight. And it always seems to be the case with Kelly. All the little things that lead to a... We came in solid night. It's a nice game with 97 fouls. So you add six onto that. 103 now. 103. For Kelly. Didn't need a calculator for that. Driving hard to the rack. Kessler body bumps with Jackson, and Jackson finishes. Trapping Horton Tucker in the backcourt. Jazz throw it up front court. Sexton barely catches it. Now Sexton's in trouble. Sexton's foul. Pacers are running around double teaming everywhere, and the lead is down to 15. One or two more turnovers, and you could get nervous here in a second. Be quite something to lose this lead in 4:43, but this is exactly how the Lakers lost this lost the game. 18 to seven run. Montecchio finds Horton Tucker for a three left side, no good. Rebound knocked away. Sexton has it, and then he gets knocked to the ground. Sexton's hot. I don't know why. Where it looks like um, Naismith was going to help him up, and Sexton was a little upset. Sexton went down, popped back up, pitched. Now he just goes to the free throw line, kind of slows himself down and pops him. Colin plays with such unbridled energy. Neesmith says something to him. I think they're chill. They chill. And the free throw from Colin is perfect. You can tell when he doesn't like his release. Why? Because he hopped up and down on his bright red shoes? A little theatrics on the free throw line. Yeah. We'll watch the theatrics, not the ball, and see what happens. Big knee bend. Free throw. Holds his pose. And the free throw goes in. I think in. he liked that one. Walker Kessler just got hit in the funny bone. And his slow coming up the other way as Horton Tucker intercepts the back. Walker Kessler's like shaking out his right arm. I literally think he got hit with the funny bone somehow. Horton Tucker hard drive to the rack, attacking, puts up a wild corkscrew layup and misses. Flies into the cameraman. Rebound goes out of bounds off the pacer. Until the official actually pointed the wrong direction. Horton Tucker. Just gave the cameraman a good workout. Kind of a veteran crew, isn't it? Tonight? Yep. 12 years for Kevin Scott, 30 years for Michael Smith, 6 for John Sterling. Stayed up 30 years with 
Lobb, Kessler slammed up. Horton Tucker finds him again, plus the foul. And Walker Kessler checked in at the 525 mark of the third quarter and has not checked out tonight. And that'll be the sixth foul on Neesmith. Kessler's at, got 17 points and 10 rebounds tonight. Notes today was surprised that the Pacers have an all-time winning record of, against the Jets. Who won tonight. when the Utah Stars played the Indiana Pacers in the ABA Finals? What a series. Who won that series? We did. Are you kidding? What do you remember about that series, Rob? That's the year we won the ABA Championship. 1971. Demo, baby. Willie Wise. What a year. How many games the series go? We beat Kentucky, as a matter of fact, in the championship. And it went seven. It did go seven games. But the Indiana Pacers was probably the game. I mean, that's the series for the most part. Free throw by here. By and the reason I was so surprised is that the run the Jazz had in the 90s. Indiana must have had a great... Well, Antonio Davis, Dale Davis, Reggie Miller. Yeah. They were always the team we were hoping was going to knock off the Bulls, and they never did it. Game Pacers. 123-105. Wharton Tucker at the helm. Right wing. Montecchio, right corner. Easily Jazz have done a ton of corner threes tonight. This one hits the rim, goes up just about pigeon, but instead falls to the glass. Jazz have gotten corner threes off tonight and been good at it. Montecchio goes down. They call a blocking foul on Montecchio. Jazz are 7 of 10 on corner threes tonight. That'll, that'll work. 347 to play. Jazz 123. Pacers 105. Would be nice if the Jazz could make some substitutions here. And... They've gotten a good amount of rest for their Starting five, Markkinen's played 33, Olenek 22, Vando 20, Clarkson 29, Sexton 27. Malik Beasley's played 30, Kessler's played 24. Jazz play tomorrow against Portland. Western Conference teams in action tonight. New Orleans blew out San Antonio 117 to 99. Portland Tucker's foul in the backcourt. Lakers beat Milwaukee 133-129. They're stunningly a better team when LeBron comes back. I don't know how that works. Houston beat Phoenix tonight in Phoenix, 122-121. Well, LeBron James, now the all-time leader in assists. For the Lakers. For the Lakers, yeah. Surpassed Magic Johnson. LeBron, 28 points, 8 rebounds, 11 assists tonight. Anthony Davis is the real story. 44 points, 10 rebounds, and 4 assists as they beat the Bucks. Giannis had 40.7 rebounds and 5 assists. Chris Middleton returned tonight for the Bucks. 125-107. Free throw line, Jay is no good. Kessler with a rebound, then gets hogtied around his neck, and that's a foul. We're playing out the strings as the league rules say we have to. 329 left. Interesting move this last two games here by Will Hardy, Ron. Walker Kessler, excuse me, Taylor Horton Tucker does not play 
against the LA Clippers. And then he plays tonight, and he's plus 24 in 18 minutes. Nikhil Alexander, Walker, who played the other night against the Clippers and was very good, does not play tonight. How does he decide these things? I don't know, but he's usually right. Alexander Walker and Abaji check in. Ochai Abaji getting some time. He's been in the shooting. Assume we'll see Azapuke and Balmero before we're done here. Walker Kessler has promptly not missed a free throw since Hackett Kessler. And is now 5 of 7 on the night. Lee Smith's jumper is good. So Rick Carlisle plays Hackett Kessler, and Kessler is now 6 of 8 on the night from the line. Vontecchio trapped in travel. The worst place to get is in that corner, especially when you got your back to the defense, to the offense, rather. Pacers with it. Nebhart will take a deep three, no good. Flying in for the rebound for set. Bounces it back inside to Jackson, and we got a whistle on a travel. These NBA players have all these fabulous shoes and these bright colors. Do you think if Isaiah Jackson wasn't wearing teal shoes that the official would have been able to see when he traveled? Normal black shoes and the black paint right there, I think he gets away with it. What you get for being flamboyant. 127-109, bad pass by Fontecchio and a back-to-back turnover from Simone. Nebhart driving into Abaji and a foul on Abaji and the bucket. So how many free throws? A lot. Since that. Walker Kessler checks out. Fabulous one. Ochai Abaji in the G League is averaging 14 points, 4 rebounds, and 2 assists. has it here. I guess his pass deflected and knocked away. The G League website is leaves a lot to be desired. How about we just leave it that way? Showcase coming up here soon. Oh, blood. Fun events. And Abaji's gotten cut on the hand. So we'll have a blood timeout. Chance for us to give you the Utah Jazz, University of Utah, next opponent. That kid is on fire on catch and shoot threes right now. The upcoming schedule is brought to you by the University of Utah Health. The Utah Jazz, next opponent, the Portland Trailblazer. Look forward to shoot. Up top to Hart, down to two. He trips, puts it up with the right hand. It's good to beat the shot clock. Now he launches a three. Buries it. Anthony Simons from downtown to start the overtime. Nurkic with Sims on his back. Tries to get into the paint. Works him down underneath. Nurk spins, foul, shot, counts. Now he attacks, goes behind his back, gives it to Grant. Grant three on the way. Got it. Jeremy Grant's got 36. And the Portland Trailblazers here tomorrow. Tickets available at utahjazz.com. And foul on the Pacers, and Adoka Azubuke will go to the line. He was 0 for 4 the other night. Abaji in the G League so far, Ron, in seven games. According to the G League stats, Ochai Abaji is shooting 42% from the field, 
according to these numbers, which I just can't believe are right, he has not made a three. He is shooting only 57% from the line. I have a hard time believing those to be true. Those must be his NBA stats. Those are. Sorry, the G League, unfortunately, does not give out great stats. 129-112 here, Jazz leading it. They just called an offensive foul on Jackson, fouling um, Abaji coming down the floor. He just ran in front of him and knocked him on the floor. Dokazabuke made both free throws, by the way. Montecchio, ball fakes, takes one dribble to his left for three and nails it. That's the 14th three-point shot of the night for the Utah Jazz. And they lead it 132 to 112. Three down the barrel, up and in for Jackson. Two minutes to play. Jazz 132, Pacers 115. Pacers gave up 137 the other night. Abaji layup, good off an Adoka Azabuke combination. The Jayhawks combined for two right there. Neesmith, or Nebhar, drives, swings it left side into the corner. Left-hander air ball from Taylor. Jazz by 19. Nikhil Alexander-Walker drives with left hand. Baseball pass to Abaji, corner three. There's his first NBA three. 137-115. Abaji with a steal on the pass. Flares it out to Fontecchio. Fontecchio waiting for everybody else to run the floor. Alexander Walker does. Shoots the three, misses. Rebound comes down to Taylor. Taylor attacks. Alexander Walker comes from the weak side, blocks his layup. One minute to play, mercifully. The Jazz up 137 to 115. In back-to-back ball games, the Pacers get 137 points scored against them. I think there's a man who's not going to be very happy about that in that press conference. Horton Tucker slips the pick, passes in the lane, walks back out to the three-point line, shoots a tough contested three and air balls. seconds left. Jazz led this one by 11 after one, got tied at 54, went on a 17-0 run. The lead by 16 at halftime, led by 20 after three. And now are coasting to the finish line. And I assume we'll dribble out this possession, take a penalty. Maybe not. I don't feel out of the blue case. And the Jazz score 139 tonight. You can't tell a situation like that. You can't tell them not to dunk the basketball. They're going to keep defending. You keep playing. I thought they might stop defending. Set scores it. Now with 8.9 seconds left. The Jazz need to get across half court, and that's it. The Jazz will win their second game in a row. Rick Carlisle, the most senior member in the NBA, takes a moment with Will Hardy at half court. They embrace. And a moment for the two in Boston. Nee Smith was assistant, was on the Boston staff. Lloyd Pierce, who spent a lot of time with Will Hardy in Tokyo on the U.S. national team when he was there. When Hardy was the assistant with Steve Kerr and Greg Popovich, Lloyd Pierce was on that staff. 
takes a moment. Lloyd Pierce and Irv Roland spend some time together as well. Those two have well, worked on swap. a lot of uh, social justice issues together. Little jersey swap down there, huh? Between Nikhil Alexander Walker and probably Benedict uh, Matherin, two Canadians, I think is who I saw doing that. Nope. Is that Brissett? I don't know why Brissett's trans. We had four Canadians playing today. Simone Fonchecchio joins us now down courtside. Simone, how'd this one feel tonight? Oh, I felt good, definitely. Uh, I think it was important to keep the straight, to get this, like, uh, winning, winning straight, and uh, I think we did a good job, especially, like, uh, being able to, to maintain the advantage at the end. It was important because tomorrow it was a, it's going to be a back-to-back, -back, so a good job by everybody. You're tied at 54 and then go on a 17-0 run. What happened in that run? I mean, we, I think we just played a good defense and uh, we were able to run and uh, sharing the ball with each other. That's the thing, you know, the, we do almost every time and uh, we make some shots. What's been the NBA experience for you so far? Whoa. I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Really, I can't imagine why. It only sounded like there was an explosion in the building. Um, what has been your NBA experience like so far? Oh, it's been fun. It's been amazing. I mean, being able to to play with this group of guys, it was, it is like really, really good, great. And uh, it was a dream of mine when I was a kid playing the NBA. So I'm just trying, you know, <laughs> take advantage of this amazing opportunity and have some fun. Your little girl recognized when you, us when we finally got back home? What, sorry? Your little girl actually recognized you when we yes, finally all got yes. back home? Every time, every time. Well, I think hopefully now she's asleep. So. Oh, good. <laughs> so I'll see her tomorrow morning. Well, I hope your family's doing well here in Salt Lake City. Yeah, Simone, thank you very they're much they're for the time. Thank great, you, thank thanks. You. Great job tonight. Thanks. Simone Pontecchio joining us here. And uh, apologize for that audio explosion there for a brief moment in the arena. Jazz win at 139, 119.